Thank you, Joyce. Morning, my name is Johnny. Welcome to the Unity Center for Positive Living. We're glad you could join us this morning. And now it's time to read the daily word. For Sunday, January 15th, world peace. I rest my heart in the peace of God. Around the world, so many souls are joining me in my prayer for peace. While the news may give more attention to points of conflict, there is a striving and yearning in the human heart for peace. My prayer supports that desire and strengthens the bonds of love that lead to greater harmony. I begin my affirmation of world peace with a soft and open heart. I am comforted as I realize the advances the world's people have made over the generations to live together harmoniously. I make an effort to live a more peaceful life and bridge the gaps of understanding between myself and those around me. I focus my attention upon our shared desire, a peaceful world of cooperation and goodwill. This is my heartfelt prayer. And from the Christian Bible, those of steadfast mind you keep in peace, in peace because they trust in you. And that's from Isaiah 26.3. Now it's time for Surely the Presence. Please join us in singing while Joyce leads us in Surely the Presence. statement let's all say our opening statement together there is only one presence and one power active as the universe and as my life god the good now it's time for our welcoming song please join us in singing while joyce leads us in i'm gonna sing <laughs> when the spirit says shout shout stand up, stand up.
Okay, folks, time to greet your neighbors. We'll be on Zoom wave. We're gonna run around and hug each other here real quick. And you folks here in the sanctuary, sure to go over to the camera and wave hello at everyone. And Zoomers can un Zoomers can unmute and say hi. How's everybody doing? There you go. Yeah. Can anybody hear me? I'm yeah, I can hear you. Joanne, good to see you. Yeah, I'm frozen. <laughs> You're frozen? My camera's frozen. Like the movie. Last time I tried to fix it, my I got the blue screen of death. So oh. I'm not Hi, messing Mary. with it. And good to see you too. Uh, good morning, John. Sherry. Who are you with, Susan? In Douglas, Arizona. Oh, oh wow. Susan, Vin, uh, Susan Clutis, is Clutus. that you? Yeah. Hi. 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 Hi, good morning. Hi. Are these your friends, Susan? Greetings these from are my friends. My Arizona friends. I'm still a nice. member of Unity. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're in, we're in Arizona, too. <laughs> We're in Golden Valley, Kingman and Bullhead City. Okay. Well, well, we live in Green Valley. Okay. South of Tucson. Good to see you. Well, wherever we is, it's good to be there. It's good to see Susan. Amen. Amen, John. That's for sure. Yeah. Susan, uh, Susan, I'm waving, but my camera's frozen. <laughs> okay, Hi, Joanne. Hi, Joanne. I miss you. I miss you too. There's grandfather up here. Hi, grandfather. Oh, hi, grandfather. Face. Let me see your face. He's walking away. That's right. I remember. Yeah, I think he was thinking we were going to have service today, but we're not because her son we can't come. Like one of my relatives, actually. Hmm. Hi, grandfather. Hey. Oh, I hear pound, 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 pound. Hi, grandfather. Haven't seen you for a long time. Show a TV book from the little X. Mark your spot. We need to stand for the camera. Are we going to need to do that here next? We've got the production assistant and the cameraman. <laughs> okay, we're going to turn the zoomers off. Okay. Got a, a, a over there, huh? there, we're good. We're good. Everybody yeah. hear me? Okay, wonderful. That was wonderful. What a pleasure to have Grandfather here this morning. Yeah, it's time for announcements. First off, I'm trying to make a distribution list in Gmail to send out the notice of all our regular events for the weeks when they occur for Grandfather Services and Dr. Daria's service. Circle book and film discussions. It's a little hard still recovering from my shoulder surgery. Hopefully, I'll have it done soon and I can send that out along with our new directory. This is the third Sunday of the month, so grandfather has nothing scheduled for today, but next week he'll be starting his medicine meal series with the 
inner circle of the medicine wheel. The Dr. Garrett Circle Book and Film Discussion will meet next week also on January 22nd. This month's discussion will be a YouTube video cast by Isabel Wilkerson. If you want to join us, contact Rebecca Green. I have a phone number or you can talk to me and we'll get you guys hooked up. Now, if you would like to make an announcement, please raise your hand. Where did Susan and Susan go, huh? Um, you lose Yeah, I don't see the other enough. I don't see Joanne or Susan and Susan. Okay. Susan, Susan Finley's in. Yeah, there she is. There they are. Hi, Susan. Hi, Susan. Any announcements there? No announcements? Okay. All right, then we're going to move on with our unity statement. Please join us as we all say it together. Here we go. We believe in our oneness with all life and the power of love. We teach universal principles and values as taught by Jesus and others, revealing the one God presence. We practice prayer, meditation, and service to be conscious of our oneness in God. And now it is time for our song of joy. You guys will need us in swing down chariot. Feel free to stand on. Let's welcome Tom Brady. 
Thank you, Johnny. And as many of you know, um, we did a couple of weeks in India. And one of the teachers who's very much recognized there is, is a man named Guruji. I'm going to read something from him. I'm never talking about tomorrow, yesterday, or even today. I'm pointing only to the timeless now. Here there is not a concept of anticipation or next, only the full awareness of being and presence. No intention, no investment here, I'm needed. If there appear any plans, they are only sketches, and all sketches are made in pencil. Everything's erasable, everything changeable, and yet one thing is neither fickle nor flimsy here. There is a strength, but also a lightness. There is power, but also softness. There is firmness, but also flexibility. The being is like solid emptiness immeasurable, weightless, yet more solid than a mountain, lighter than space, fully yet empty, sublime. It becomes a little holy weight on the power of now. No, it's always now. Look, there goes again. Morning, Deb. Welcome. Welcome. That's time for our meditation song. Please join us. Feel free to stay seated as Joyce leads us in, in the garden.
Thank you, Joyce. And now it's time for our affirmations. Please join us in saying our affirmations together. I am the love of God in expression. I am truly thankful for all the good I already experience. I am growing more prosperous with every day. I am healthy, active, whole, and happy. I am always growing and expanding into the fulfillment of my potential. And I have a peace knowing everything I need comes to me in a perfect time in a perfect way. Now it's time for the Lord's Prayer. This is third Sunday of the month. So we will be praying the traditional Lord's Prayer today, which will be followed by the Hallelujah. And let's all say it together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And leave us not in temptation, but deliver us from error. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Most of you know we are privileged to have a different speaker each Sunday of the month. This morning, licensed unity teacher, licensed unity teacher Marriott Jones will uplift and inspire us with her teaching titled "The Work of Loving Communication." And uh, she has pointed out to us that today is someone's birthday, so we're going to begin her talk with a little birthday celebration. So yeah, did you know today's Martin Luther King's? birthday and that's why they have the holiday tomorrow the holiday is always the first monday after his birthday so i invite all of you and all of us to join in a rousing song of happy birthday to our much esteemed role model mlk happy birthday determination perseverance it is done and thank you martin luther king jr for all that you did with us and for us as you walked this earth you worked hard the work of loving communication so the kingcenter.org describes Dr. King's vision of the beloved community as follows. 
The beloved community is a term that was first coined in the early days of the 20th century by the philosopher theologian Josiah Royce, who founded the Fellowship of Reconciliation. Fellowship of Reconciliation, by the way, was formed in 1914 at the outbreak of World War I. However, it was Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., also a member of the Fellowship of Reconciliation, who popularized the term and invested it with a deeper meaning which has captured the imagination of people of goodwill all over the world. For Dr. King, the beloved community was not a lofty utopian goal to be confused with the rapturous image of the peaceable kingdom in which lions and lambs coexist in idyllic harmony. Rather, the beloved community was for him a realistic, achievable goal that could be attained by a critical mass of people committed to and trained in the philosophy and methods of nonviolence. Dr. King's beloved community is a global vision in which all of us can share in the wealth of the earth. In the beloved community, poverty, hunger, homelessness will not be tolerated. Why? Because international standards of decency won't allow it. Racism and all forms of discrimination bigotry and prejudice will be replaced by an all-inclusive spirit of sisterhood and brotherhood. Love and trust will triumph over fear and hatred. Peace with justice will prevail over war and military conflict. So Dr. King knew that conflict was a part of human nature, but he also knew that conflict didn't have to erupt into violence. That is always a choice. The last of the six principles of his nine violent way that you will find on um, the kingcenter.org that I mentioned, the last of the six principles of his nonviolent way is reconciliation. The King Center goes on to unpack the word reconciliation beautifully. Nonviolence seeks friendship and understanding with the opponent. Nonviolence does not seek to defeat the opponent. Through reason compromise, both sides resolve the injustice with a plan of action. Each act of reconciliation is one step closer to the beloved community. I did a little Googling about the beloved community and found a unity center that includes the beloved community language in their vision. Unity Atlanta described themselves as a beloved community. And they go on to, you know, talk about their inclusivity commitment to all persons. And they remind each other of who they are and whose they are. Everyone belongs. 
as we know, language and words are really important in creating and manifesting. I have been contemplating this term, beloved community, for the last couple of weeks as I prepare for this talk. And as opportunities come up in my own life, and I'm sure as they come up in your life, to create beloved community within our families and within our own psyches. I mean, if we all belong and everything belongs, and we do, and everything does, then we need to work out a way of talking and acting as it, as it is so. You know, that's our prayer. It is so. So now we need to back up our understanding with action. We need to find creative ways of walking this walk. Because as my friend Audrey Pitchford said so eloquently last week, we are creative beings. And y'all affirmed last week, did you not? That you are creators and co-creators with the source of your being. So I have a similar affirmation for you today. I'm going to read it and then you can repeat after me and the Zoomers will have to mute. I am a creator of possibility. So together, I am a creator of possibility. So do it one more time and I'll mute. So I I like the word possibility. Audrey used the word divine ideas, which is another word for possibilities, new possibilities percolating and waiting for us to implement them and to practice them and to become proficient with them. Possibility is another word for something new that we discover is possible for us, or it may be a new way of doing something that we become open to. Hmm, I wonder what it would be like to try the same old thing in a new way. Even when the way before us is murky because we don't yet know how to speak to each other in, non, in a non-violent way, we can put the question out there. How can I speak in a compassionate way? One that makes a friend of the other person and releases my inclination to be afraid or to judge. When I speak my truth personally, it is usually far from perfect. It's usually more aggressive than I wish. Let's face it, we've grown up in a way that is usually much more aggressive than assertive. I'm still learning the art of compassionate assertiveness. But you know, we need to start somewhere speaking our truth. And when it comes out rough, 
we can polish our style as we learn and grow. And it is important to smooth things over if we've come across rough. Never tell yourself the story that it's too late to go back and make things friendly. We can approach the person, even if it's been a while, and express our true meaning, our true intent, and our true feelings. It's important to lay bare our hearts and become visible to all persons. And the other person that we may have spoken roughly with is usually so happy to smooth things over. This is the beloved community in action. We dare to be vulnerable. You know, it doesn't always go as we hope, but mostly it does. Mostly always. And it's important to keep polishing keep practicing. Marshall Rosenberg says in his book, Nonviolent Communication, most of us grew up speaking a language that encourages us to label, compare, demand, and pronounce judgments rather than to be aware of what we are feeling and needing. I believe life alienating communication is rooted in views that stress humanity's innate evil and deficiency and a need for education to control our inherently undesirable nature. Such education leaves us questioning whether there is something wrong with whatever needs and feelings we may be experiencing. So that really spoke quite loudly to me about these views that have been carried with humanity for centuries, original sin. Um, these are false beliefs that unity has released and we continue to release as we practice um, our nonviolent way. We need to let go of these views that are violent. And these false beliefs have caused needless suffering in the form of shame, guilt, failures, and tragedy. Tragedy because what we desire and need is true love, yet tragically we sabotage our true need by acting out the false beliefs that we're separate. We act as if we're separate. Marshall goes on to say that when we are in touch with and decide to trust our feelings and needs and accept our humanness as divine and beautiful, we can no longer be controlled by others' wishes and wants, demands, and judgments about who we are or what we should or should not be doing. I believe this means we can learn to navigate conflict just as easily as we can learn to navigate the rapids while we're whitewater rafting or any other scary adventure we desire to master. It's a skill. 
and it takes practice. So Marshall talks about his four-step process to communicating from the heart. Number one is observing. In the first step, we observe what is happening. What's the action? What's the behavior? What are others doing or not doing that is either enriching or not enriching my life? The trick, Marshall says, is to be able to articulate this observation without introducing any judgment or evaluation on my part. We simply say what people are doing or not doing that we don't like or we do like. It can go both ways. It's important to give positive feedback too. Next, we state how we feel. This is the second step feelings. So we state how we feel when we observe this action. Are we hurt, scared, joyful, amused, irritated? The third step is we talk about our needs. We say what needs of ours that are connected to the feelings we have, we have identified. So I'm going to read, read a small section, page six, in nonviolent communication. For example, a mother might express these three pieces, which is observing, feeling, and needing, to her teenage son by saying, Felix, when I see two balls of soiled socks under the coffee table and another three next to the TV, I feel irritated because I am needing more order in the rooms that we share in common. She would, she would follow immediately with the fourth component, a very specific request. Would you be willing to put your socks in your room or in the washing machine? This fourth component addresses what we are wanting from the other person that would enrich our lives or make life more wonderful for us. Isn't that a refreshing question? What would enrich my life? What would make life more wonderful for you? Of course, it is entirely possible that Felix isn't willing to do either of the possibilities that his mother suggests. What can she do then? Mm, I like the question that I practice with my husband. How can we both be comfortable with this, Felix? In effect, she is now tossing the ball back to him after his unwillingness. She's tossing the ball back to him for him to figure something creative out that they can both be comfortable with. The goal is getting to know the other more deeply and creating agreements that create intimate, friendly relationships. Also, I have discovered that humor works. What, are we gonna play tennis with these balls of socks? Where's our rackets? 
So it's important to lighten up and let the person see again that you're willing to not judge and to accept what's going on and figure out a way together of going forward that both people can be comfortable with. So there's no superiority going on. There's no my way or the highway. Um, respect is alive and well in nonviolent communication with our beloved community. Also, what we need to do is invite others to share these four pieces of information with us. Marshall says that although these steps are helpful in learning a compassionate communication style, there is no set formula with NVC. Did you know that all four steps can sometimes be taken without uttering a word? This is because it's the consciousness, our own consciousness. And when we carry compassionate compassion in our consciousness, we can fulfill these four steps even without uttering a word. So it's not in the actual words and it's not in a formula, which took me a while to learn. Sometimes someone will make a request of us, which doesn't work for us. And we need to assert a boundary in a compassionate way. And the four-step process is really valuable. So I have a wonderful friend, I'll call her Sam, and she and I have been friends for ages. And she used to live near me and we'd go for coffee lots of times and lunch and catch up. And we went through a lot of the same types of difficulties. We were basically sisters in so many ways because soul sisters, because we went through so many of the same things. And by talking it out, we could support each other. And then she moved much farther away, a three or four hour trip. And she was asking if we could take you know, little excursions together, perhaps go to um, LA for the weekend or, um, or for a week or go, you know, to different places, you know, she loves to travel and so do I. And so, um, so we would do that once in a while. And I realized though, for whatever reason, it didn't work our personality types and our different approaches and values um, and, and, and just different places that we were at didn't allow for us to be, um, have a smooth experience while, while spending three or four days together. And so I would end up um, just, really working to find boundaries that would work for me. I tried a 24 hour trip, something that was, you know, not so long, but even then I came home feeling um, frustrated and exhausted. And I really think it's because um, I wasn't com being completely honest. Really, I wasn't, um, you know, expressing my true 
um, preferences. And when I reached out to my trusted confidant, uh, another friend, um, she, she and I figured, figured some things out after I, I really talked everything out, talked out my feelings. And I realized that I was people pleasing, that I felt guilty, that I was saying yes out of out of guilt and obligation and that what well, the sense of well she doesn't have anyone else to travel with she doesn't have a lot of friends you know and we're close so it's me and so I was putting a lot of pressure on myself and um it came from a, a place of um, negativity so these trips for me to say yes so of course I'm going to be frustrated and exhausted. So when she asked me again recently, um, whether or not I would I would go on a three night trip, I, I told her I needed to think about it. And I got in touch with with a fr my friend, and we worked it out. Um, just mostly just me listening to myself as I talked to her. And I realized that, um, you know, there's other possibilities. You know, I can create a new possibility here. I am a creator of possibility. And so I decided to um, ask my friend, Sam, if she would be willing to do a coffee chat on Zoom. And I told her, I, I called her up and I, I told her, you know, um, I started off by telling her that I really miss our lunches when she lived nearby. I really want, it's important to me to develop our friendship, to go deeper and to, to learn about each other even more and to grow together continually. And, um, and, and so I said to her, you know, I would really love to have Zoom coffee chats where we can see each other's face and we can chat and get caught up and do it more often than we do now. These trips are, are maybe once or twice a year. So I said, I'm going to pass on, on your invite, but, but this is what I'd like to do. What, what do you think? And, you know, she, she loved it. And we have had that conversation, that coffee chat. She loved, we both loved it. And we made another um, date for in a couple of weeks. And so now the possibility has opened up where because of my um, being true to self and being true to her, um, we're, we have the possibility now of growing a new relationship, a new friendship, one that's founded in compassion and honesty. I'm going to let myself be more vulnerable and more um, authentic. And I hope she does too. So um, this is where the question, how can I create a new possibility in which we can both be comfortable becomes really useful. It's a divine question that requires some divine brainstorming. This can be done with a trusted friend. It can be done with your trusted journal. It can be done with a trusted, with your trusted divine self in the silence. 
ask yourself the question, what would enrich my life? What is it that I really want? Does this sound selfish to you? I promise you, only in the most healthy way. Because what blesses you blesses others. Remember our oneness. Oftentimes, when we come to know what it is that would make our life more wonderful through the process of discernment, and then when we communicate this with compassion, it does bless the other person so much, as it did with my friend Sam. We can and we will create win-wins the more we practice nonviolent communication. We need to remember, after all, that we are much more the same than different. So the building of the beloved community is work. And it is a holy work, as is all relationship work. Committed couples will tell you with a knowing look what work it is to keep their relationship going full steam ahead, keeping their love healthy and strong. And yet they wouldn't have it any other way. And that, my friends, is exactly what we all need. So let us take this work of loving communication to headquarters. Headquarters is the name Charles Fillmore gave to the silence, that place where he could be as one with his source, the Lord of his being, where he could discover all truth, all wisdom, love, possibilities. And so do we all. So just taking a breath and relaxing <clears throat> your body now. <clears throat> Let go of all tension. You can do a, a body scan just to release and let go. And just breathing into your belly now. Let yourself enter the sanctum of peace within you. your holy self, where peace dwells. Go there now. And let us bring the word compassionate possibilities with us. And so we be, and so now we begin our silence.
dear beloveds, you are creative. You do create with spirit, newness, new possibilities are available for you right now. Ask and it shall be given. Remember your divine curiosity. Continue to question and question and question some more. The holy questions of love's work. Believe in yourself, dear beloved. You are finding a new way. And so it is. Amen. Thank you, Maria. Now it's time for offering while we are together in spirit, physically and virtually. We want to thank everyone who has donated Unity by Mail. We appreciate any checks sent to the church at 800 South Pearl Street, Centralia, Washington, 98531. You can also donate online by clicking on our donation page on our Unity website, unityofcentralia.net. As we hold our offering in our hands and hearts, Let's say our offering prayer together. Divine love through, through me, me blesses me. and multiplies all, all that, that I have, have, all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I have. God is my only source. For a blessing of thanks, let's all say our blessing of thanks together. We bless these gifts and send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us, multiply abundantly. And so it is. Now it's time for a healing prayer. Members of our community have requested we send out healing prayers and energy to the people of our communities who must deal with basic human needs while living without a home. As always, I'd still like to send out our collective healing energy to everyone being affected by the wars out there. And if you'd like for us to focus our collective group healing energy for someone, please raise your hand, unmute, tell us who it is, or open quietly in your heart. Beloved Mother, Father, God, we ask for the highest and greatest good for all and endeavor to see them through your eyes, knowing all is in divine order. 
Amen. Now it's time for a prayer of protection. Let's all we'll say our prayer of protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Now I'd like to take a moment to thank everybody who made our Sunday service possible. We deeply appreciate all the ways you give of your time, talent, and treasure. If you're interested in serving, please speak to Susan during fellowship or give her a call or a text on the phone. Volunteer to be a reader or a speaker or run slideshow. Play with the camera like Tom does. <laughs> kinds of wonderful things you can do here. Finally, please stay with us after service if you wish to share in our fellowship time. We'll take a laptop downstairs. Now it's time for a peace song. Let's form a circle and join hands in the center and in Zoom line and sing our song of peace. It's the man club. Yes, the man. Yeah. 